where we go, Sal. What's up, Rad Dads, and welcome back to another episode of the Rad Dads Podcast, hosted by none other than the two raddest dads on the East Coast. Yes, sir. What's up, Rob? What's going on, Sal? Well, back. Great to be back, back in the uh, studio. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a little bit of time. We've been a little busy. Yes, yes. You know when the fall hits, uh, do you know what hits the fan? The proverbial shit. Yes. Between work, between kids, between everything it's just it's rough and, and this is our favorite time of year too this in like the springish where we do out the fire pit. fire pits we haven't been even been able to do one october is my favorite month do you want to know why why is that because that's when all the new bourbons drop oh i thought you were gonna say because that's when people give away free candy i don't know well that, that too that's the end of the month yeah but uh yeah Bourbon is, uh, october is bourbon month who uh who's releasing so i know your favorite's releasing yes. always uh, to be honest with you, man, I, I don't know. The worst part is if I find one, I almost feel obligated to give it to you. <laughs> and I actually went looking, I, I've said this story before. I went looking last year or two years ago and I ran into your wife. We were both looking, we were both looking for it. And I, and I told her, I said, listen, if I get it, I'm going to get two. I'll get one for Sal and one for me. And she beat me to it. She found it. It's, I mean, I didn't go really far, but I went to all the local bottle. places. Yeah. We got to find We got to try your guy up in uh, North oh, Elden. Yeah, I hope he, yeah. Oh. He always hooks me up with the blood. Dude, it's, it is such a great bottle. And actually, tomorrow is 10 years. So it's are they just, dropping tomorrow? Uh, the release might be tomorrow. So tomorrow is officially 10 years old Midwinter's Night Dram. All right. So they're released tomorrow. So we got a couple of weeks until it arrives in the store. I hope so. All right. I got my eyes peeled. But, you, dude, you know, I read somewhere it's going to be a limited release. So you know what that means. That means the price is going to be through the roof. Yeah, they're going to be at least two, three, four hundred dollars a bottle, which that may be out of my price range. I mean, me the fuck off. I, 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 as much as I like that bottle, I will not pay that much. Sorry. I played over a little bit over a hundred dollars for Blood Oath. That's only one of my favorite bottles, and each bottle is uniquely different. Yes, yes. So they that's are. even the worst part is like you don't know what you're getting. Do you still have any left? I've only drank one bottle. <laughs> So the whole thing with Blood Oath is it's a $100 bottle. In five years, it's like a $1,000 bottle. So do you drink it or is it an investment? Uh, it's, it's pretty good investment. returns. So mine, mine currently is two years old. I mean, I have... I, the only bottle I drank is the bottle I had two of. Oh. I, I had two, yeah, like yeah, two, you buy, two so, 2019 or 2020s, and I drank one of them. So you buy one, you keep one. Yeah, but the problem is finding the other one. Yes, yes. So believe it or not... Fellas, that is not our topic for this evening. It is not. We just went on a uh, mini side tangent there. Um, our topic for tonight is how to plan for having another child if you already have a child. Or what you should consider before having another child. That comes into effect, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked, it was funny because I asked Sal at the beginning of this this episode, I was like, his, his daughters are very close in age within 12 months, right? Each of them, give or take 12, 13 months. Well, so my first two are 15 months. See, close enough. Well, They're then like Irish twins. My, my middle and my last are yeah. 10 months. Okay. That's, so that's, that's, that, that's the one you really probably yeah. plan for. So <laughs> That one's a little funky. <laughs> oh, man, I can only imagine your wife, what she was saying <laughs> to you. But so I asked him before the episode, did you guys actually plan? Did you discuss it or was it, hey, if it happens, it happens. 
Because some people, that's the case. So that was the case with our first. We said, hey, we're pulling the goalie. We'll see what happens. And if it happens, it happens. And it. so we, my wife got pregnant a month after we got married. Dude, so it, it wasn't casual, was it? Were you guys like actively trying or just like, hey, we're just going to do it. And if it happens, it happens. It happened a month after we got married. Dude, our, <laughs> our first try, our first attempt, it, it, it became like a job. Like I, I felt like a rabbit. That's how, many, uh, that's how often we were doing it. Really? It, dude, it, it hurt after a while. Yes. Yeah, it felt like a job, and, and it hurt after a while. So um, definitely planning is, is huge. Not only now when you, ha- when, you, know, you want to have your second, um, but also you have to think about school. Not only you know, elementary, middle, high school – you got to think about college. Yes. So I'm as as we sit here, I mean I've thought of this before, but as we sit here, um my kids at one point all three of them will be in college at the same time. I'll have a freshman, a sophomore and a junior. And I I will probably work till I'm 90. That sounds expensive. <laughs> no, hold on. Aren't we getting free college? Aren't they giving shit away yeah. for free these days? $10,000. It's going to cost the government, what, 400 something trillion billion dollars? They're giving it all away. It's crazy. Free free education, free food. I'm all about, listen, I'm all about equality and everyone gets their equal, you know, the ability to get higher education. But if you take out a loan, shouldn't you be responsible for paying it back? Paying it back. I don't know. Just call me old fashioned. One would think. Can you let's make some old fashioned? Oh, that would well, have been a good idea if I actually you know thought what? about that. That that's not a bad idea. We make it with this uh, chicken cock. <laughs> <laughs> He's not joking. That's the name of the bourbon. So, I think some of the other things you have to consider is not not only money, but your, how your career is going to be impacted. So, the more kids you have, the your career or your wife's career or both can actually take an impact depending on how you handle it internally to your own house. Um, I think your your children's needs. So I was having a conversation recently with somebody and they're like, well, I don't know how my first is going to handle if I have a second that's that's a f- like that's a male. So if I have a, a first a daughter and then I have a male, I don't know how the the chemistry the girl is, is right. Yeah. And I was but like, wait, huh. is, is the girl old enough to understand what's happening? Two years old. I mean, listen, the, it's the first child syndrome, right? You're the only child at one point. So that's why you see, see those things that you have to consider. That's why you got to ha- have them one, two, three, like bang, bang, bang. You know, there's no time for that, that child to feel, oh, my God, mommy and daddy aren't just going to love me anymore. They're going to love somebody else. They're still too young to, to really understand. That's why if you want to have multiple kids, just knock them out. You're not going to deal with the, you know, uh, the, the child looking for attention. And I think the, the other thing is, is. You know, it takes a village, right? So, you know, people move for jobs, for area they want to live in. But at least for myself, we moved back to the area I grew up in because my parents were here and my wife's parents were here. And it makes it a lot easier when you have parents nearby who can help you out. I don't rely on my parents. We send our kids to daycare. And then once we felt that was too expensive, my wife stopped working to, to take care of the kids. Then he just left them home alone. And then I... <laughs> <laughs> the kids. The kids. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like you have to consider all the avenues because, I, listen, I love my kids. I wouldn't change a thing for the world. But 
kids are expensive. They come with it, you know, cost. If you don't have family nearby, it's a lot of time and commitment. And listen, that's not something you like. If you buy an alpha, you can return it. You ain't returning it. No, like, there's no return policy. So you have to take all of that into consideration. Be very thoughtful before you move forward. And I know a lot of people live in the now. Yep. This is one of those things you should probably actually plan for. I, I agree. But don't drive yourself crazy. Because the more thinking, you, you know, you may start getting into, oh, my God, what am I doing? I can't do this. And that shouldn't prevent you from having another child. If you and your wife always wanted another child, you know, you had one, you made it work. Number two will definitely work, you know, but like Rob said, just things to consider work, you know, who's going to be home, babysitter, mother-in-law, in-laws, you know, the nanny, au pair, um, daycare, you know, all, all that comes into play. That's stuff that should be thought about, but it shouldn't be, okay, we can't have a nanny. We're not getting, we're not having another child or, you know, she, something along those lines. If you want to have another child, just make sure it makes sense. Don't overthink it. I agree. That makes sense. I think some of the things, you know, listen, we've talked about this before. When you have kids, everyone has an opinion. Everybody has an opinion. Your parents have an opinion. They're like assholes. Everybody has one. Everyone has one. Your in-laws have an opinion. Your brother, your sister, everyone. You know, take those opinions Take them in. That's great. You know, you can learn from other people's of what other people have done. Reality is you got to do what works for you. And if you have two kids and it's, and it's easier just to wing it, or it's easier just to stay home instead of go to a party, do it. Cause that's where it works for you. We, we didn't go out to eat for years because we just didn't find it enjoyable moving forward because the kids, not that they were rowdy or anything. It just, it wasn't enjoyable for us. I agree. It's I'd rather just, I'd rather grill. I'd rather make. We did the same thing. Yeah. So we, we tried it once and we're like, yeah, what are we, what are we doing? You know, because the, the kids, obviously, when they're young, they require a lot of attention. And the attention span is kind of narrow. You put something in front of them and it's, you know, for, for 30 seconds and it's gone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so one, one thing that a friend friend told me is, they, as soon as they sit down, they order food for the kids. So while the kids are busy eating their food, the adults are ordering their main course. So once the kids are done eating their food, the adults' main course is out, then the kids get their dessert. So while the kids are eating their dessert, the adults get to, to, to actually enjoy their main course. So it's if you decide to go out to dinner with young ones, just make sure you time everything. I agree. If you want to enjoy your food. If you want to enjoy your food. I just found it unenjoyable because you're always rushing. I agree. So, I mean, we Di- just... We'd diaper rather, bag. Yeah. Diaper bag. Yeah, it's It just becomes a hassle. But like you said, you know... I just get an email or something? No, it's I don't know how to turn it off. But like you said, it's it's um uh I don't know. It's a challenge. It's not enjoyable. Just eat at home. I think just some other things to keep in mind is we talked about money, we talked about time, we talked about career. 
And then the other thing is your children's needs. So you go from one who you're going to do it over. Everyone's going to do it over. Now you go to two. So now you're playing man to man. You're, you know, your partner or, you know, your significant other is going to take one child and you're going to take the other. Man on man defense. Styles doesn't have that luxury, but I'm playing zone. He's playing zone. <laughs> but the reality is, is, you know, that is, it changes the dynamic of the household. It changes the dynamic of how you interact with your children. And one child may, you know, take more kindly to, to the father versus the mother and vice versa. And you see it, you, you see who they like better, who, who work better with the other one, but it's definitely something to take into consideration before you move forward with having more than one, because it definitely changes the dynamic. It requires multitasking and just, you know, don't doubt yourself because your heart's big enough to handle two kids, three kids, four kids, whatever you want to have, your heart's big enough. You're going to make the time. You're going to dedicate the time. I, I don't think I know a lot of people who, who are very, uh, who have three kids, four kids, and they're able to dedicate the time and give a good time. I mean, Sal has girls on five soccer teams for five or six soccer teams for three girls. It's a time commitment, but he makes time to do it. He, you know, that's what him and his girls like to do. And it's, you know, they, they very, um, we make it work. They make it work. So, you know, it's, if Sal could do it, anybody could do it. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Thanks pal. <laughs> so, I mean, we had a third and my mom, my, my wife's train of thought with having the third, she said, you know, now there's going to be an odd number. My wife's train of thought was now, now it's going to be an odd number. There's going to be three of them and someone is always going to be left out. We strongly, strongly considered a fourth. Really? Yeah. How many kids are in your family? Uh, me, I have an older brother and a younger sister. And then how many in your wives? Uh, she has two sisters. So you guys were going to try to trump it. Yep. So yeah. out of, out of my cousins, um, me and my brother are the only with three are the only ones with three. Really? Yep. My okay. cousins, they're a family of three, you know, three sisters, uh, my mom's side, three sisters and my father's side. It's, um, one boy, two girls, two boys and a girl. So I, 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 everyone was threes, you know? So here I am. I, I was the first to have three. Really? Bing, bang, boom. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we, we, strongly, we, we strongly considered a fourth, but the fourth would have been an adoption because I think the fourth would have actually killed my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So my, my youngest, my youngest... Um, she was uh, she was a seven seven week preemie, so but she's stronger than an ox now. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things to consider when having kids, especially you know second or third, or possibly a fourth. I agree, but nothing should deter you from having your kids. Plan it, and it shall happen. It's true. All right. So, what is the dad lesson from this? I, I don't let money be the sole factor when deciding to have kids. That's my advice. And why is that? Because you'll never have kids if you think you'll never have enough. That's good. I like that. 
That's that's true too, right? If you're so hung up on money and your time, I will tell you, children are more valuable than either of those two any day of the week. I take my kids over money, over time, every day of the week. I'd rather spend yeah, I'd rather spend time with them than anybody else. They're incredible and you get to watch them grow. Um, especially like when you get into middle school and it's funny He's talking about advertise like he came in and my oldest asked Sal about what his girls were doing with their advertising project. <laughs> Sal looked at him and goes, uh, I, I, don't, <laughs> I, no I don't know. But like Nico was really into it. So he, you know, he's been working on it. He has his product. He's thinking about it. I kind of reprimanded him because he's like, oh, I'm just going to do this. I'm like, but why? Why are people going to buy, buy this product? You have no reasoning behind it. Like, what are your emotions? So, like, what what is going to trigger people to buy it? So, very interesting. It goes into, like, math that we hadn't done in, like, 20 years, 30 years. So, it's it's kind of reliving your school years, too, through the academic side of it. But they're growing up. They're, you see them becoming, you know, adults. Yes. As they're growing up and learning things that, you know, as kids, they don't learn. So, it's very, it's very rewarding. Um that, that's all I can say. It's rewarding. It's better than money. It's better than, you know, the time. Like I know a lot of people who don't choose not to have kids because they want time. They want to have time for themselves. Well, I could tell you no matter what you do, no matter what type of activities you're into, spending time with your kids and, you know, as, as far exceeds whatever you're doing by yourself. I agree 100%. The fairy godmother has visited us, Rob. And what did she bring? She brought chicken cock. Holy shit. Is that a bourbon? <laughs> Actually, you know what, Rob? It is a bourbon. Chicken cock bourbon whiskey. That is what we are tasting tonight. That is one hell of a name. Yeah. Tell me about this bottle. Chicken cock was first distilled in Paris, Kentucky in 1856. While it became a big bourbon brand during the 19th century, Chicken Cock really hit its stride during Prohibition as the house whiskey at the famous Cotton Club in Harlem. At the Cotton Club, it became known as the whiskey in a tin can due to how it was smuggled into in to avoid long arm, the long arm of the law. I'll get this right. A, dist- a distillery fire in the late 1950s put the end of the brand's initial run before being brought back to life by grain and barrel in 2016. So, uh, grain and barrel actually own chicken cock, but it they they made it part of the Bardstown Bourbon Distillery uh, program. So Bardstown actually distills the chicken cock. For um, for grain and barrel, which I, I found pretty interesting. That's interesting. So uh, it's 90, 90 proof, 45% alcohol by volume. Amber in color, price point $59 to $69. Um, nose and aroma, we always taste our bourbons neat. We smell them neat as well. Dry glass, vanilla, some apricots. Tasting... That's a mix between, I would say caramel, no mix. So caramel, um, slight burn, nothing crazy. I, I'm, in, I'm impressed that this is a, uh, so that third glass, see how, how, how long that, that, that smell has been lingering? Some bourbons that we've tasted, 
the smell is almost like instantaneously gone when it dries. That's true. We just had one a couple episodes ago, I believe. Yes. Um, nothing, not, not nothing complex. Um, nice finish, smooth. Definitely, um, I'm going to say it's an easy sipper. I haven't given uh, an easy sipper in a while. No, you have not. It's going to go on the mantle? Um, this this might might go on the mantle. Just just for the name. Someone walk in and see chicken cock on my net, my mantle. <laughs> you want to have some uh, chicken cock? <laughs> hey, uh, would you like to taste my chicken cock? <laughs> That's definitely a, a great uh, conversation starter. That is for sure. Somebody walk in. Hey, what are you in the mood for? Some chicken cock? <laughs> no, no. I mean, why not? One, one. After. Just got to use all the buttons. They loved it, Rob. They loved it. There he is. So I am going, you know what? I'm just going to give this a 7-0, man. I, I can't, it, it's, it's, it's enjoyable. That's per my palate tonight. I don't. So we're doing taste, aroma, finish. Uh, I like the taste. It's nice, subtle, has, a, has some very um, subtle tendencies to, to, the, to the bourbon. I, I, re- I really do enjoy it. It's not very sweet like a Rieger's. No, um, not but sweet it, at all. But, it, but it's nice. Uh, I'll actually give it a three on that. I think the aroma, if you do the dry glass method, I've actually sat here as, ta- as I was talking and smelled it three or four different times and got a different smell each time first i got like a little bit of a charcoaly or smoky smell and then i got a little bit of a sweetness and then i got it, it's it's very interesting it, it has a lot of subtle undertones to Wait, be honest what did you smell the the glass the or your cock. finger no the chicken cock <laughs> um and then the the finish is has a subtle burn but nothing that's gonna like rip your esophagus apart so i you know f- for me the aroma the the taste I'm going three, three, and then I think the finish is not bad. I think I'm gonna go. Uh, I think I'm gonna go. No, let me think about this. I'm gonna do two five two five, and then I'm gonna do for a finish probably. I think I like a one five. It's nice. So I'll do a six and a half for this. Six point five. This this is not a uh, Schilt shelf. Staple? No, I can't put Chicago on the mantle. <laughs> no, come no. on. I mean, it's, honestly, I I don't think it's I don't think it's a bad it's bad, but there's there's other ones in that price range and in that in the taste. I you know what? If I saw it at the store and it was it looked like a good price, I'd probably pick it up. I'm not gonna lie, it's not bad, but it's not one I want to have. Like I want to have Angel's Envy on my shelf. I want to have um, actually I want to have Rieger's. I really like the four, pretty much every Four Roses product, Blanton's, but I'm not going to pay for Blanton's. So you know, you know the reason why I bought this bottle, right? Because of the name. <laughs> because of the name, I walked in. I was like, "Chicken cock, huh? Sounds interesting. Let's try it." <laughs> <laughs> of course, I mean that's I got that. That's got to be their gimmick, right? Uh, I'm actually I should have did this before, done this before. Um, I'm trying to find how they came up with the name Chicken Cock. Because, dude, that is 
That is definitely an interesting fucking name for a... What the... F- what the hell? What just happened? I have no idea. Was that just now? Yeah, it was just now. Somebody lit off a smoke bomb? Yeah, I think so. Or in pre, pre-game. No, it was right now, I think. Wow. There's the burn mark right there. Yeah. It just ran past it. He's going to run past it again. Look. Hold on right there. Oh, yeah. Holy That's shit. Like, sorry. In the background, we have the Rams and uh, 49ers game on. Yeah, which I'm losing money on. <laughs> Bastards. I, I, I can't. I saw it for... Now I can't find it. Damn it. Well, I guess it's a story for another day, Rob. Unless we... Tune in next time for another episode of The Rob Dad Show. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your co-worker. anybody. All right? Please give us a five-star review. Push that subscribe button on your favorite listening platform. And you can buy us a cup of coffee. Check it out on our link tree in our Instagram. Buy us coffee or even a bourbon. Definitely much appreciated. 